This is the Shift Podcast. Today on the Shift Daily Podcast, we check in with a Canadian who continues to share joy and bhangra dancing with all of Canada and the world. Gurdip Pundar of the Yukon joins us to fill us in on how he's lifting spirits despite the pandemic and some safe Canadian travels from Ottawa to Vancouver Island, dancing with Canadians from coast to coast. But in case you missed it, Ryan O'Donnell pays tribute to Ed Asner, who passed away on Sunday. What an amazing actor. Jake Paul, not amazing. Won another boxing match. And both Ryan and the internet have some thoughts about all of it. Plus, a look at how OnlyFans is still allowing adult content on their site after not allowing adult content on their site. Apparently, the wallet is bigger than the morals and ethics. Plus, are you okay with busking? All of this and more on the Shift Daily Podcast. It's time for Are You Okay? With buskers. Yeah, street entertainment. I like it. And there should be more of it. I do um yeah. I do like buskers. Although can I put a caveat on that? Please. I don't like it when the buskers plug into a lamp pole and have an amplifier. Yeah, I guess there's uh, some decibel limits, maybe. I don't know. I saw a video of a guy dressed up as Darth Vader playing the music of Star Wars on an electric guitar plugged into an amp. And I'd say if you're gonna plug into an amp, you have to fully commit costume character everything but yeah if it's just some dude named like trevor with an acoustic guitar playing wonderwall <laughs> hooked up to an app i'm good thank you i've heard that enough at my high school parties thank you very much wow did you want to get on the coach and tell me about that ryan seems to be there's a little bit of a story there poor Are trevor you, do, you, do you guys not know what i'm talking about here it's just like yeah my name my name is trevor i've been playing the guitar for since i was a kid and uh here's wonderwall <laughs> like do you not we all know someone like that Am I the only one here? I, I guess really? so. I guess everyone that I know who played guitars is, you know, just really like to play guitars. There was one guy that I used to work with. His name's Stone Malone. And, um, cool name. The, the, uh, the folks in Calgary will remember Stone Malone. His name's Colin. And he's moved back home to the East Coast, but he was the kind of guy that he didn't say anything very often, even as a radio host as part of the morning crew. But when he did, it was the best thing said all morning. He was the kind of guy that you basically paid him for one line a day. But he was learning how to play the guitar. And we threw a New Year's Eve party at a listener's house once. And he came to play there. And the only song he knew how to play was Trooper. So he came and he played it twice, said thank you, and left. And now he plays on Facebook as part of his friends group. And he's amazing. So all these years later. But yeah, that's the, really my only experience of it. Was That was probably the only guy who was a noob. I aspire, and he's amazing now. I aspire to be just like him. I like that one line. Mm. Yeah, one and done. One line, yeah. That's it. yeah, he was. That was it. It was like he was dropped the mic. I'm out. That was good. That was my line for the day. So it's great. I don't know. I don't, and I also why Trevor? What do you got against Trevor's? You just I was just Trevors. naming it. No, like a Trevor or like a. Actually, there was the the one kid in my, that's coming to mind right now. His name was Evan, but my brother's name is Evans, so I can't really knock Evans down. Hmm. Um, Ev, don't knock down. Isn't your brother's name Evan? That's what I just said. He just yeah. said that. Oh, yeah. is that what you just said? I was listening. I was already moved on. I moved on. <laughs> Ouch. All right. I see how it is. <laughs> I got lots of moving parts of this yet. I got text messages yeah. over here. Mm -hmm. I got emails coming in from Susan. Thank you, Susan. I'll read that in a bit. I got lots of moving parts. Anyway, um, Ryan, do you ever meet a guitar player who you didn't like? 
Oh, no, you already told us that. Never mind. Uh, well, if you live in a city, you're bound to pass some street performers. And I did today. I went for a walk down Ryan's neighborhood and went around the river. And I knew you were busy working hard preparing the show. And I didn't want to text you and say, hey, by the way, while you're working hard, I'm going for a walk. You want to come? Um, but that's kind of what happened. The um, But there was one couple of the violins, the electric violin playing and singing and all that. And then there was another lady on the, the Red Bridge. That's the Peace Bridge, right, Ryan? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. one that looks like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah. The um the the lady was in the middle of the bridge at and she was just playing the violin. I was like, Oh, see violin lady versus the plugged in electric violin guy. This to me seems more more buskery. Anyway. Uh, you're bound to find street performers. There's a guy in downtown Calgary, he has been learning the same riff for ten years. And that's all he does, and he plays it way too loud in the plus 15s. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's music, living statues, or magicians, or those contortionists that do crazy stuff with 1F. Oh, they boy. are absolutely everywhere. Um, but I think we can all agree that we all want these kids to be playing the violin on our streets. Let's listen. <laughs> There's two things there. First of all, the comment that goes, yo, we're in front of Walmart right now. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> now, he was plugged in. He had a speaker behind him. So, you know, that's cool, I guess, if that's impressive. The best part of that whole video, and this is where the medium fails us a little bit, is in the video, there's a dude who, like, crosses this parking lot slash street, and he's just starts hyping it up. And that's the guy in the background. The guy in the background that does the, oh, oh, yeah. he's just hyping it. He uh he was just a total stranger that walked by. <laughs> I love it. I love that. And that kid must have been what, maybe a 10, 11 years old and he's just so absolutely he's shredding it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he uh he knows he seems to know how magic it is because he teases it a little bit, right? And then mm -hmm. he drops the good yeah, stuff. He waited for the exactly he waited for the right moment to start bopping it out. Oh yeah. So Ryan O'Donnell, there are some fantastic famous people that started out as street performers. Well, who are yes. they? I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Mm -hmm. Tracy Chapman. Oh yeah. Who? Yeah. What? Uh, Tracy Chapman, yeah. one of the best oh. like vocalists yeah. of the eighties. Incredible. Rod Stewart. Oh mama. Violent Femmes. They were a oh. band oh, that was just family. playing on the street and then a manager found them and then I mean Brennan, I mean, I love the Violent Femmes. I love the Violent Femmes. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, probably Brennan and I's kind of vibe. I try to and give it, also, but I just can't add it up. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, that's a good, yeah. Um, and uh, Benjamin Franklin. Really? Benjamin Franklin was a street performer. Really? Kite flying yeah, Benjamin did, Franklin? Yeah, he just hmm. did like stuff, sciencey stuff on the streets before he helped write America's Constitution. I think you missed one of the biggest stuff. Canadians on that list, buddy. He's one from your generation. Uh, that would be Justin Bieber. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess. And even the bare naked ladies, when they did Lovers in a Dangerous Time down in Miami Beach during spring break over like buckets, that's really where they got noticed was that version of Lovers in a Dangerous Time, in all fairness. Okay, Wicked, I love this. Um, I want to hear more from that guy, though. We don't know who it was, though. It was someone else who reposted some video. We don't know the guy. Do yeah, I tried. I looked everywhere to see if there was somebody else who had that. I, I'm trying to track this kid down so that we can hear more of his music because it was mm-hmm. so good. I'm sure we'll see it. Um, very talented. Okay, uh, are you okay? Are you okay with making a deal? I feel like people who make deals do that. Finger yeah. guns. The little finger guns? Little click, think, yeah. I'd be okay if I was good at it. I don't think I'm really that good at it. Really? Uh, I'm really bad at bartering. I'm really bad at that. You're too it's nice to barter. I would love to go to Mexico exactly. with you no, and go to I a get, market. No, I get screwed over. I'd lose all. If I brought $1,000 to Mexico as spending money, I would lose it on the first day buying things I didn't want to buy because I couldn't say no to all the busker to all the people. I imagine this. I, I, I imagine Ryan going to Mexico. And if you've been to Mexico, you understand this. If you haven't, you don't. And that's cool. Um, be like, Ryan would be like, Hey, want some chiclets? And he'd be like, Oh, you got some chiclets. How much did you pay for them? And Ryan'd be like, Oh, I gave her five bucks <laughs> because there's little kids that sell these, those little two packs of this, like the Halloween candy version of the chiclets. And they try to sell it for pesos and everywhere you go, and you can get it for a couple of pennies because that's all it is, a couple of pennies. But because they're little kids, people give them a dollar for like two little pieces of, of chiclets. It's the, it's fun. If they, they, those, you want to talk about hustlers? Oh, <laughs> those little kids. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They're hustlers. Okay. A judge in Ohio tried to make some big moves last week. He was presiding over the case of a 20 year old man who was charged with drug possession. He presumably said this to him. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. What was the offer? He could avoid 18 months of jail time and get off with probation if he got his COVID-19 vaccine. Here is an interview he did live with News Nation. The anchor spoke with Brandon and Brandon's lawyer, just as Brandon was pulled over by the police officer who probably was not named Brandon. Well, all he said was that I was going to have to take the vaccine. And you said, I ain't doing it. I was telling him that I didn't want to take it, yes. Okay, you got some company in the background too. I love that. Why? Why? Uh, the police. The police just stopped us. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, make sure to tell them that um, you're doing something very yeah. important, and it's okay. Uh, um, hopefully, it's all right. Y'all, do y'all mind if I step out and uh, talk to him? Please, right here. Yeah. yeah. Don't log yeah. off. Just like yeah. pause or something. Okay. Uh, sir. <laughs> okay. I haven't had that happen on television before. Wow. So he was on an interview about his court yeah. case with TV, and then he got pulled over by the cops and had to ask them to hold so yeah. he could talk to the cops. And his lawyer was on the same interview and watched that happen. And the lawyer just starts laughing, and you can see him trying to be like, don't say, don't do that. Like he's trying to get a word in. But yeah, <laughs> this kid's just, by the way, as far as I know, I looked into it completely unrelated. Hmm. Okay. So why they got pulled over. All right, so after that interesting moment, the anchor asked Brandon's lawyer if he's seen anything like that before. I would just say it's interesting. So, so Carl, as his attorney, you know, had you heard about a requirement like this ever before? I've been practicing law now 31 years. Never in my life have I heard anything like this. And when we received the judge's statement that, and I order you to be vaccinated within 60 days, you could have heard a pin drop in the courtroom. Every lawyer... 
the court reporter, everyone stopped and said, did I just hear that right? Wow. I, uh, I'm all for people getting vaccinated. I'm not sure that's okay at all. The judge's logic is that Rutherford was found with fentanyl, which is said to be more deadly than COVID-19 and certainly the vaccine. Rutherford says he doesn't plan on getting a vaccine and the judge shouldn't have put him in that position. I would have to agree. Um, I don't think that's up for the judge to decide. As much as I do want to see everyone get vaccinated, that's, uh, that infringes on an awful lot. My goodness. The fact that he got pulled over, though, while he was doing the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I found oh. that interview. This is the Shift Podcast. As part of my commitment to make sure that we talk about everything we can talk about through the Canadian election comes with the commitment of not talking about the election. And maybe that's where it goes. I don't know. I doubt it. We just wanted to create a moment of soul cleansing from all of the news that has been going on in the world, because there's been an awful lot. And in the form of a handsome dancer from the north comes your cleanse. His name is Gurdip Punder, and he is here with us on the shift again, uh, the dancing man himself. Hello, Gurdip. How are you? I'm doing great, Shane. Thanks for having me. It's very nice to reconnect with you. Uh, it is. It's so great that you share some time with us here on the shift. I really appreciate it. Um, You've been busy. You've been traveling all over. I see you on your social media and on TV and all of those things. Um, wow. Can you tell us where you've been? Because you sort of went all across Canada. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I've been very busy this summer in a good way because busy could be both ways uh, in, a, in a very positive way. Uh, so I traveled to Ottawa. Uh, first, I went to Ottawa, Ottawa, where I performed in... Um, um, National Canada Day, uh, I would say, reflective show this time. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, then I made a couple of videos in Ottawa, which was so joyful, jo- which was so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like in front of the Parliament Hill. Then I did so many videos uh, by ottawa river because uh, i love rivers wherever i go i try to find water so luckily it was easy to find water over there there's a lot of water in ottawa it's uh it's very true it's very easy to find i'm the same way i find i'm just drawn to it and i don't know about you but i don't care about going into it i really don't like if i'm by the ocean or if i'm by a river i'm it's like a magnet for me it pulls me to it i just want to be there I don't care about like some people, they're water babies. They want to go in the water. They want to be in all the water. Not me. I don't care. I just want to be close to it. Is that what happens for you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like uh, water is is powerful nature. Like if we like uh, count all those uh, um, main elements of nature, like earth, um, then air, then water, like water is is our survival, like without water. We can't survive. It's our life. So whatever is our life, we need to be close to it. So coming close to water seems like that we are coming close to our life. So yeah, it uh, attracts me. Uh, like when I see running water, maybe it's ocean or maybe it's a river or maybe it's a lake or maybe a little pond. Uh, I love it. I, I feel that uh, that I find my ground. I my my all those. Uh, if I have any any worry uh, 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 that settled down, I'm, I'm happy, I'm re-energized, and my batteries are recharged. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. That's great. So in Ottawa, did you uh, meet anybody fun? You did uh, a bunch of, of course you met fun people. That's a terrible question. Um, but you, did you meet anybody we would know? And, um, and you, you danced with everybody and shared your, your joy of Bangra dancing. So uh, where, um, uh, how, how did you leave Ottawa and how long were you there for? Cause we almost crossed paths. Yeah, I, I stayed in Ottawa for, for a week. Uh, yes, I danced with many, many cool people. Uh, specifically, um, my best memory would be dancing with the physicians and nurses at a children's hospital. Like um, I went there, they invited me, and they told me that, hey, uh, we have been on the front line of uh, this COVID-19. It will be great to dance together. So yeah, I was so happy that uh, nurses, doctors, uh, they all danced together. Uh, it was such a joyful moment, uh, and they they were just loving it. They were saying that it was such a great break from their normal regular routine. And also, also I went to some farming uh, areas to like uh, a family invited me. They had so many lovely, beautiful horses on their farm, and I danced with those horses. Oh, that's <laughs> fun! It was it was really fun. It was really cool. I I, I danced with the. Uh, local Ottawa hockey hockey team. I forgot their name. Uh, and in the in that TD Place uh, TD Place Stadium, it was great to 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 dance with with some players uh, uh, and some other locals too. Some some people from a, a local media community uh, they danced pangra with me for joy, hope, and positivity. And uh, it, it it was such a good time, and 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 I was so happy that uh, that that my mission was to spread joy, mm-hmm. and and that when I I, I was uh, finding that people were connecting with me to dance to find their happiness, uh, uh, I, I was feeling that my mission was fulfilled. That's great. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you did it like you went to, you you went all over. Can you even list? Do you even remember all the places you went to this summer? Because you were not only out in Ottawa, you were back on the West Coast, Nanaimo, Victoria, all those places too. Yeah, yeah. Before before West Coast, I also went to Quebec, where I did lots and lots of videos in Montreal, in Quebec City. I danced with the uh, famous local musicians. Uh, uh, his name is Damien. Uh, we created an epic video together uh, with his dog, Suki. And uh, uh, lots and lots of people watched the video. Uh, and same in, 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 in Quebec City, I, I found... Uh, uh, river St. Lawrence River, and it was nice to dance to, uh, 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 5 a.m. in the morning when sun was rising. It was so beautiful. And then after Quebec, I came to West Coast uh, um, on the island. Uh, coming to island, uh, I find that there's a good connection between uh, the Yukon and, and Vancouver Island because uh, Vancouver Island is kind of in the middle of uh, City life and Yuko life. Uh, hmm. It has is it has big big resemblance with the with the northern life because it's an island. There's a lot of nature and it has some elements of uh, um, southern Canada too because there's some at some parts there's a good development as well. So I was so happy to go back to the island. I I danced uh, in Victoria uh, again. I danced in, uh, in front uh, of. Uh, Les Ledger Lawn and so many people. Actually, I did one session with the local people uh, in Victoria. So many people came and they danced Pangra with me. 
uh, it was such a joyful positive moment uh, uh, I, i would say that it made my heart and soul so much happy to see so many people from different walks of life dancing together having fun together just feeling like one you know that you know on social media or in news not only bad sometimes news like uh, uh, like sometimes disappoints us because uh, sometimes we feel divided mm-hmm. we feel that uh, that uh, those people are different those people are different those people are different 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 but when i saw people from all walks of life dancing together in front of legislature lawn being in unity being one being positive being happy ah uh, it was such uh, a wonderful moment it is hard to explain in the form of words uh and afterwards i went to different other communities like i went to uh uh dinamo i also went to duncan bc a uh, local community invited me to dance with them uh and i also went to perkswell where i i on perkswell beach i danced with the local people and same uh, uh, uh when i went to uh, tofino uh, i went dance with local tofino people mm-hmm. so yeah dancing uh, in many parts of canada it, it was it was a great uh, uh, mini happiness too this time I love it. And you, you, so there's a lot of some of Canada's most beautiful places that you went to, not to mention that you live in, but the ones you went to, and I'm going to ask you the hard question, Gurdeep, you got to pick a favorite, which one uh, of the ones I, I, okay, I'll give you the free pass here too, because one <laughs> of them is allowed to surprise you the most. So if I ask you for your favorite, you can say which one surprised you the most of all the Canadian places that you went to this summer, because the photos and the videos that you've taken I mean, they're just if you scroll your Twitter feed of the videos and the photos, the different landscape and the beauty of Canada becomes evident. And so what's your favorite? It's definitely hard to pick up because uh, everywhere I went, it, I was saying that this is pretty. This is pretty. This is pretty. <laughs> this was this. It's an unfair <laughs> question. It is. It really is. But if uh, I would say that I, I really liked to. Uh, uh perkswell uh, in in british columbia yeah uh i i, I really liked it i uh, not not only i liked it because it's it's a beautiful uh, little town kind of like a village kind of like a town um but i found a wonderful community sense over there like uh, uh people like uh, coming and dancing together on the beach um uh, it was such like like a Although I was just brand new in the community, I felt like uh, I knew the community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I I really loved that 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 little town. But I would say, I won't say that uh, if uh, I say that Perkswell was great, other other others were not. I think every single town was beautiful. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it's very very evident in um in your tour in your travels. So we also had you uh, come. You know, you were on Victoria. You danced with uh, our very own Nitu Gacha uh, as well. And that video uh, has been viewed by so many people. Uh, Nitu is one of our uh, global reporters uh, in the Lower Mainland in Vancouver. And, and so how was that? Um, and th- the story was neat, actually, because it was Nitu who her stand for the proper pronunciation of her name was where I was inspired for our following conversation 
about your last name as opposed to sort of the anglicized pander to learn how to pronounce Pundere and try to get it closer every time I say it. So there's a neat, there's a neat sort of uh, disalignment of the two of you coming together and seeing you dance together was cool for me. How, how was that for you? It was, it, it was such a wonderful moment. Nitu is my good friend. Uh, so, so sometimes we, we uh, talk, text, and discuss on different things. Uh, and uh, then uh, one day we decided to do this video together. And actually, that video was shot when I was going to Ottawa. Um, and I stopped in uh, Vancouver area briefly, where in Richmond, uh, we made this video. And, uh, and, and yeah, Nitu and I share this uh, wonderful connection of same culture. Like we both belong to Punjabi culture, not only belong to, we feel proud of uh, our cultural roots as well. Uh, and over there, I, I made up this choreography which you see in the video and uh, and Nitu, she was a quick learner i would she was quick study like she picked up uh, all those moves uh, i think uh, like i would say in a, kind of half an hour or 20 minutes i uh, and and then we danced uh, we i we, we we took several takes like dancing it took some time um and end result was so beautiful. Uh, the final product, uh, oh my God. Yeah, beauty, beauty of the video was that it was spreading such a, uh, sorry, I'm just uh, praising myself. I should not be doing no, that. No, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, you know, I want it because I, this is what I want, Gurdip. I want to feel your, your experience of it. It's perfect. So please continue. <laughs> so, 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 so to, to, to my uh, uh, happiness, to my, own personal joy that video was succeeded in spreading uh, that uh, that good uh, vibe of uh, happiness across the country lots and lots of people commented that hey you folks are dancing in sync you look together good together uh, you are good dance partners all that stuff it 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 made us really really happy that people were leaving really positive wonderful beautiful feedback on the video so yeah and it was really amazing to dance with nitu garcha and, and and yeah 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 and and i also uh, um, think that uh, she did a fantastic job uh, during this vesakhi season by creating that video by inspiring many people in media uh, to pronounce names correctly um, so, so I, 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 I'm happy that you felt inspired. Yeah, I do. And so I do have one question about the video. Did you guys plan to coordinate your outfit so perfectly? Uh, Cause you were both wearing red tops and blue pants. Was that, was that a plan or did that just accidentally happen? I would say that that was a plan. Yes. Good for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so good. Um, Gurdip, you are a gentleman and you know, when we look at what's possible in Canada at a time right now where everyone is presented with the opportunity to make decisions in their own lives for what's best for them, that we can look and, and look at this differently. And you bring that gift to all of us all the time. You bring that gift to us even more so when you share your videos. And then when you go out and about 
across you know the country. Uh, it's quite amazing, and I'm never uh, ceases to amaze me when you receive notes that you share from around the world too. So uh, it is with an open heart that I I mean it when I say that you know you are inspiring, and you are to me, and you are to many others, and uh, it's just a good reminder of how simple it can be to just be a good person and try hard to be a better person every day. So thank you, sir. Thank you so much, Shane. Thank you so much uh, for having me on your show. As you just uh, said that, uh, we just need to find that goodness in people. Uh, There are so many good people around the world, everywhere, in every community. I always believe that when we are in a crisis, like when we feel that our world has crashed, when, at, at that time, if you think that there are still so many good people in this world, so many good things still happen, although it may not solve our problems, it can keep us grounded and it can keep us joyful too. And I feel that happiness and positivity, they are so important. They are as important as food is, like as we need food, when we are hungry, we need joy and we need positivity when we are sad. So find your joy. I love it. Thank you very much, Gurdip. Um, Not to be forgotten that I, I think that people have this feeling that when something bad happens in the world, like these stories out of Afghanistan right now, that means that you're not allowed to carry the having gratitude for what you do have in your life somehow diminishes the pain and the hurt of other people. And it really doesn't. They're very distinct. In fact, I would say it honors their pain when we carry gratitude for what we have today. And that's so important for us to sit into. Here I am speaking to a guy I get to call a friend after many conversations on a beautiful sunny day. I know that I have my show tonight and, and I get to have that. My kids are happy. My kids are healthy. I have dinner today. And that gratitude to me, just truly honors the the hurtful stories that we hear that are coming out of other places of the world. And, and this is just a good reminder, even for me. So important to keep that in mind that, um, that despite all that sadness, sometimes sadness is real and it creates an empathy in our heart and mind. And we should be empathetic. We should create that sympathy. Uh, but at the same time, we should not forget all those good stuff, good things, and and moment to uh, recreate happiness, which your mind, your heart, your soul needs it. Gurdip Punder, how am I doing with the name pronunciation? Getting closer, right? Oh, yes, yes. It's Gurdip Pandir, but you are coming so close. Getting it. I'm going to get it. There's going to be one day, uh, Gurdip, where I say it and your eyes are going to go wide and you'll be like, whoa, there it is. I'm going to get it. I promise you. I will Maybe get there. Maybe when we meet, meet together, we can uh, repeat each other's name a couple of that's, times. That's wonderful. Thanks for being here, brother. It's great to see you. Thank you, brother, for having me. I am uh, sending you all the best wishes from north of Canada to you. It's the Shift Podcast. It's time for Case You Missed It. In case you missed it on the radio, here's... Oh my God, I'm so hungover. I've never been this hungover. <laughs> <No>, Donald. <laughs> uh, two what things, first of all. From? 
Just uh, this one first. And earlier there was a typo on stuff, which was stoof. I didn't get it. That's a typo. I feel I feel complete. No, that's good. Brandon, what movie is that from? Oh, I know it's from I've heard uh, Parks and Rec, actually. That's Leslie Thank nope. you. Yeah. Yeah. Les- yeah. I remember, yeah. Fantastic. Nice choice. That was nice. good. I, I'd like to just highlight the listeners. I am not hungover. I consumed a fair amount of alcohol at my friend's wedding, but I am well rested, aside from my voice, deciding to drop an octave. It'll be back up to its normal pitchy self tomorrow. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's... Uh, I have to get into some sad news, but we got to pay tribute to this man because he is one of the the true veterans of Hollywood, like one of the the standing pillars of prime time television acting. He was an incredible man who left behind an incredible legacy, and sadly, he passed away on Sunday. Ed asner passed away i mean you may know him from a million different things i i'm excited to share what i know him from uh but i want to share first this amazing look at his career from entertainment tonight experience in my life and it was all happy it put me on the map made my career In 1970, Ed landed the role of Lou Grant, Mary Tyler Moore's hot-tempered boss. He had already been working in Hollywood for several years, but bombed his first audition for the show. So he asked for another shot. I have just been watching a man being destroyed. Is it too late to send a film crew? Mr. Grant, I am serious. We we knew how good we were at the... uh, Because it was the best stuff I had ever done or ever been identified with. I loved it. And that's the magic of showbiz. You saved my life, Lou. You saved my life. Please, Ted. I feel bad enough today. Ed quickly became a household name, winning two Golden Globes and three Emmys. I can remember winning the first one. You know, the wonder of winning an Emmy. I never expected to get recognized. And then when I won the second year, I said, this validates the first. Ed had a passion for acting, and with more than 400 projects to his name, his career crossed generations. Your father, he's on the naughty list. No! In 2003, he played Santa in the Christmas classic, Elf. And I read the script, and I couldn't wait to get my teeth in it. I just hope I did it justice. And in 2009, he was the voice of Mr. Fredrickson in Up. Hello, boys! I'm a grump. I'm not not as nice a grump. He's more patient than I am. So they had to hold me back. So 400 uh, projects. 400. He also has a really good one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that I highly recommend. Uh, (laughs) But really, what I first was exposed to Ed Asner was 100% Elf, where he played Santa Claus. And it is my favorite movie Santa Claus which I know there's a million different ones but there's something I think that was the first Christmas movie I ever loved growing up so there's like that connection there and of course Up and I mean that's a very special movie I rewatched the first half of it today actually and his performance is incredible and the opening sequence of Up the marriage story is undoubtedly the the saddest most tear-jerking five minutes of of film ever made. Like it's just impossible yeah. not to cry. So and it's you need a good cry. Remarkably beautiful at the same time. It's the craziest. Exactly. Thing. That's that's why it's so easy to cry too. Anyway, Ed Asner passed away at the age of ninety-one. 
an amazing career and legacy left behind. Use it as a great excuse to go out and check out some of his amazing work. In the meantime, from sad news to even worse news, not really. Jake Paul won another boxing match, unfortunately. Yes, Jake Paul, the YouTuber, former Disney child star turned... I don't even know what he is now. I don't I don't know if you call him an influencer. I don't know if you call him a, a professional boxer. I don't know what to call him. I just don't like him very much. He was professionally 3-0 and since taking up the ring. And he stepped into the ring against former UFC welterweight champion Tyron Woodley, which is absolutely his toughest competition yet. I mean, several well, knockout wins in the MMA career, uh, and it came to a, a close boxer. after losing. Exactly, uh, that's like career. That's kind of like going and 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 saying, "Hey, I won an axe throwing competition against a yes. marksman, like or or, a, or an archer, right?" Like this is yeah, this is one of the reasons why I think Jake Paul has had a lot of success because he's very young, he's very fit, and he's well trained, and he's going up against people. Who do not bo- who who are not trained boxers? They are trained MMA fighters. If he stepped into a mixed martial arts ring, he would die. <laughs> like I just don't see it happening. He's but going Paul, up against people who need the money. Yeah, well, yeah, and actually, interesting. Paul took less of a payout in this match than he has in previous ones. So yeah, he is now four and zero. Split decision. Eight rounds was scheduled. Paul took home the judge's score of 77 over 75 and 78-74. And the third judge scored it for Woodley, though. Uh, CBS Sports, they scored it for Jake Paul. He said, I don't know what to say, but he's a tough opponent, Jake Paul. That's what Jake Paul said. Sorry, he had been boxing, fighting, and striking for 20-something years. I've been doing this for three years. Oh, my God. Um. Uh, Look, I think his success is interesting. It's an interesting thing to watch. But it's just, if there's anybody who needs a good punch in the face to get grounded, <laughs> it's Jake Paul. And I, I <laughs> really, there are people who I genuinely think would benefit from a punch in the face. Just like a centering restart. And maybe for Jake, he would realize, I, I need to check myself right now. I need to check my privilege. I need to understand what I'm doing. I can be a better person. I'm not, you know, he's just coming across very smog, like smuggy. And I, it's... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be great for him in the long term. He's basically living into being a heel in wrestling, like the bad guy. Um, and all the best heels in wrestling usually become the hero at some point. And I don't really know how Jake is going to have that redemption arc if this is like a WWE script. I do really want to share this clip I found. This guy's name is Raya Hall, former middleweight UFC fighter. I think he's still doing some fighting. And I think he sums up why the fighting world has such a problem with Jake Paul because Jake Paul hasn't been, he's only been doing this for three years and is making more money than most professionals will ever make in their career. And uh, Uriah had some stuff to say about that. And I think it's, I th- he had to say this about Jakey. I think it's pretty good. Take a listen. Just comes out there, says a couple of shit. And I know what he's doing. He, let's be honest, the guy sucks. He sucks. He really sucks. And look who's picking. So I get it, you know, from a business standpoint, a YouTube fighter going out there and 
or a YouTube person just going out there and, and people are feeding off that because you have people that hate them and you have people that love them, but you still got to watch them. It's genius. But at the same time, it's like it humiliates what I call a real athlete that really put in the time. And I know guys behind me not even making that much. I know guys out there that aren't making much than the ring card girls. So if he come knocking on your door, you and Coach Safe Door want, want you to be his next Ben Askren, what do you tell him? I say, I'm going to knock you the f*** out, and thank you for the opportunity. That's it. Because we all know I will kill him. I would tell him this. I would tell him, bro, I would literally beat you with one hand. You don't deserve my right hand. And I will do it for free. That's how confident I am. <laughs> you don't deserve my right hand. What an awesome line that is. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the good point is there are there are guys who will train for years to do this professionally and won't make as much as the announcers, the ring car carriers. And then Jake Paul just decides, he well, I want to do this now and we'll make hundreds of thousand dollars per bout. That's where I think a lot of people have an issue with it. There was no rise through the ranks. If he had started where everybody else started and worked his way up, then I would have to respect that. But I don't get that from here. I get. I have money. I'm fit. Yep. I have good training. I punch. There's an awful lot of people that will say the uh, the business of boxing has been more for the managers and the promoters than it ever was for the boxers. And the yep. the boxers live a dream, and the promoters make all the money. It's very sad because oh, there's so yeah. many people that have dedicated their lives to it, and um and and got nowhere, but got cauliflower ears and. Right? Yeah. Yeah, boxing is one of those sports that is held back by. Uh, the people producing it. It's kind of like when uh, a director wants to make a really cool movie, but then the studio says, mm -mm -mm, you have to do it our way. And then the movie's mm -hmm. ruined. And then you wait and for them to make a director's cut and it's better. It feels very much like that. So I hope that boxing improves, though, because I yep. do like it. It's in case you missed it with Ryan O'Donnell here on the shift. Time for porn. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> it is time for us to talk about not, oh. I mean, directly pornography, but it kind of. Uh, only fans. Well, well, you know what makes this better, though, really? Like, if we if we really wanted to... Put the music on? Yeah, I think we should probably put the music on, you know, because then it becomes way less porny when you change the soundtrack, right? I mean... Okay. It, what are you going to change the soundtrack so, to? If we light some candles. Okay. All right. Do you want me to talk in, like, a deeper voice? My voice is already pretty deep right now. Yeah. Froze, so, okay. If you can do it, baby. All right. This is getting weird. This was an abrupt change of pace for OnlyFans, the subscription-based content creation platform. They announced they would no longer be allowing sexually explicit content on their platform. Yes, the subscription-based service where you paid people to be naked was going to stop allowing people to be naked. Now, why were they doing this? Well, because banks said they did not want to be involved with a platform that allowed sexually explicit content, which from an investor standpoint, if you want to get in with the banks, yeah, but that would, <laughs> that would kind of be like, I subscribe to Netflix. Banks don't want Netflix to do anything with R-rated movies. So Netflix will be a kids only streaming service from now on. You'd lose almost all of your subscribers. That's exactly what was about to happen to OnlyFans. However, interestingly, they actually listened to their fans. <laughs> Get it? CEO Tim Stokely said banks 
that work with the platform didn't want to be associated with sex work. It is unclear if OnlyFans has reached a deal with those banks to allow sexually explicit content, but they have reversed the decision and will continue to be allowed. Yes, if you want to go on OnlyFans and get naked and make money, you can do it. Now, here's the this is the part that blows my mind. The amount of money you can make on there. I'm going to share this story for you just to just to there were a lot of there was a lot of outcry on this, not just from the people that use the platform, but for the people that are on it. This girl's name is Allie Ray. She was a nurse in the ICU unit working throughout the pandemic. And now she works exclusively on OnlyFans because by doing that, by looking good on there, she brings in $200,000 a month. Wow. Let's get this clip of her explaining how she got got to there. Started off initially um, with, had an Instagram and I had um, a small following and I did, you know, just like kind of some racier photos, um, bikini images. I would do some beer reviews. I had kind of a personality, I would say online, like a blogger. I mean, I wasn't a, an adult star or anything like that. This was just strictly me and a camera phone. We kept our first month surpassing my nursing income, uh, which was a really eye-opener because here I was at home with my kids, my husband, um, and having the flexibility and creating content and making more than I was as a nurse with very little effort. We are definitely pushing over 200000 Wow. So that was someone who was working, do. doing an unbelievably important job and within a couple of months was making more money by posing nude online than they were as a nurse. I think that says something incredibly terrifying about society, honestly. Kind of screws with me. Yeah, uh, they they make about $2.5 billion a year, OnlyFans, in profit of people subscribing, which I think is, is, is stupid because I don't know if people know this, but there is pornography on the internet that's actually free. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if people know that. But that's yeah. crazy, man. I think that um, the biggest thing, I wasn't surprised because you've seen other organizations do this, especially when they got bought. And the reason why is um, is lawsuits and child porn is another thing, right? So there's copyright infringement, then there's child porn and all the different pieces that come with that. They're, it's hard to go public and get those public investors when you have that hanging over your head. And that's why you've seen some of the other places shut it down in order to sell the business. They had to, they had to, uh, do the hard work to cut off the things that they wanted to, they wanted to keep, right? Even if it meant the other stuff. So clearly they've done some economics on it and oh, said, yeah. you know, a little very white for you, maybe. I'm just saying, I mean, $200,000, I think I could do it. I think I could make two. I'll make $300,000 a month on OnlyFans. And do you want to know yeah. what my content would be? Oh, it would just God. be me building Lego in a very, very provocative way. Fully clothed, I would just be very, the way I put the pieces down. And you think that that's going to get you $300,000 a month? And it's all going to go into Lego. It'll be a vicious cycle that I'll never exit out of. Planned Brendan out. Kelly is yeah. amazed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That'll get you $300,000, to be honest. But I don't know. I don't know what people want. Mine would just be me and my vinyl records probably talking about them, and I'd probably be wearing black. <laughs> no socks, though. That would be it. You wouldn't be wearing socks. That's about as, as, as crazy you know, as it gets. Sexy as it would yeah, get. clearly yeah. we have exciting lives. My goodness. 
Thanks for listening to The Shift Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca.